1: Today, we're going to be in Luke chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. In yesterday's text, we pointed out how faithful Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth were, the future mom and dad of John the Baptist. Today, we're going to see a little bit more of Zechariah's human side. You remember that Zechariah was visited by an angel and was told that his barren wife Elizabeth would have a son who would be the forebearer of Jesus, the Messiah, and that's where we pick it up in verse 18. And Zechariah said to the angel, how shall I know that? This, for I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. Now, just time out right there. An angel has visited Zechariah when he went to do his priestly duties in the temple. We're talking about a spiritual being sitting there, and Zechariah is wanting confirmation or a sign that what he's being told by the angel is true. I think the angel's perspective, as we'll see here, is, Hey, bro, like I'm here telling you this, and you need a sign? Let's continue. Verse 19. And the angel answered him, "I am Gabriel. I." stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. So in other words, Gabriel says, okay, Zechariah, you want a sign? I'm going to give you a sign. You're going to be mute until this baby is born. And some scholars think he's going to be mute and deaf based on what we read in chapter 1, verse 62, which we'll eventually get to. The angel also gives Zechariah a remarkable job description, gives us a little bit of insight into angels. For example, at least this angel has a name, Gabriel, and he tells us what he does. He stands in the presence of God and he was sent to speak to a human to bring some good news. Fascinating. Verse 21, and the people were waiting for Zechariah and they were wondering at his delay in the temple. And when he came out, he was unable to speak to them and they realized he had seen a vision in the temple and he kept making signs to them and remained mute. And when his time of service was ended, he went home. So you can picture Zechariah taking a little bit longer in the temple, finally comes out and they notice that he has seen something just based on his appearance. Probably looks white as a ghost. He's probably astonished and visibly so. And he's trying to explain to them what he has seen, but he can't talk. And so he's using all these hand signals and trying to describe what he saw. Says that when his time of service at the temple was done, they usually worked for about a week at a time. Then he went home, back to his wife. Verse 24. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived which, by the way, we're going to learn about a conception that was immaculate. In other words, there wasn't a man involved here in a little bit, namely the conception of Jesus inside Mary. But this is making it clear that John was not immaculately conceived, had to wait until Zechariah got done doing his temple duties, and so he could return home to his wife. Finally, after he was with his wife, when he got home, then she conceived. In other words, normal biology. They had to be together. After she conceived, it says, for five months, she kept herself hidden, saying, thus, The Lord has done for me in the days when He looked on me to take away my reproach among people. So back then, it was kind of a disgrace when a woman was unable to have children. You might remember Sarah, Abraham's wife, was unable to have children, and she was jealous of her maid servant Hagar, who Abraham had Ishmael with before Sarah conceived Isaac. And there was a little bit of shame or inferiority that was felt by Sarah. That would have been similar here with Elizabeth. But now that the Lord has taken this shame or this disgrace away from her, she She's praising him and worshiping him. She sets herself apart for five months, keeps herself hidden. We don't know why exactly. Scripture doesn't tell us, but it gave her time to reflect on what the Lord had done for her and to be thankful. So in addition to the things that I've just mentioned, the devotional thought that came to mind from this text was the notion of what does it look like when God rebukes us? Zechariah, no question, is being rebuked by God because of his lack of faith in what the angel said. After all, the angel tells him the reason that you're going to be silent is because you didn't believe my words. And I think sometimes people have a misconception of God as a rebuking God, like that's all he ever does. He just is looking around for somebody to do something wrong so he can squash them. And sometimes Christians who are trying to correct that wrong view of God go too far the other direction, in my opinion. In other words, no, 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 God isn't going to squash anyone. God's not going to step on anyone's toes. God's not going to make anyone feel uncomfortable. And the fact is that's not true either. So I think what we see here with Zechariah, and God's rebuke of him is very similar to what we see maybe in our own lives. First of all, we just described yesterday that Zechariah was faithful. He's blameless. He was righteous in the Lord's sight. Not perfect, but he had a heart that was oriented toward God. So you start there, and then you see today that he was a little bit thick-skulled when it came to believing and accepting the message of the angel. And so God rebukes him. He makes him mute until this baby is born. But it's not like he squashes him. It's not like he annihilates him because Because of his lack of understanding, or if you even want to call it sin, he just rebukes him. In his rebuke, he doesn't permanently take away Zechariah's ability to talk. It's just for a short period of time. In his rebuke, he doesn't take away the child that he has promised to Zechariah and Elizabeth. They're still going to get to benefit from this amazing miracle that God is doing, which is an answer to their lifelong prayer to have a child. And this isn't going to just be any child. This is going to be the fulfillment of Malachi's prophecy, the forerunner for the Messiah. This is a big deal. And I'd have to take a look. A little bit of creative license here, but I think God's rebuke in this case also allows Zechariah the gift of silence. Now, none of us wants to be mute, especially me. I do a daily podcast. But can you imagine what would happen if the Lord took away our ability to talk for nine months? There would be a whole level of reflection, a whole level of quietness, solitude that would enter our lives, which I think for somebody whose heart is oriented to the Lord, like Zechariah's obviously is, would deepen and strengthen their relationship with God. Yes, We saw a glimpse of Zechariah failing, but yes, at the same time, he's still a faithful man. Yes, we saw a glimpse of God rebuking or maybe punishing Zechariah for his failure. And yes, we also saw God continuing to bless Zechariah in many ways. And this whole scene helps us think correctly about who God is in response to who we are. Just because we walk with the Lord and have faith in Christ doesn't mean that we're not going to misstep. And just because we misstep as faithful people doesn't mean that God's not going to rebuke us in our misstep, and just because God does rebuke us from time to time doesn't mean that he's absolutely going to crush us. We are his sons and daughters through faith in Christ. What loving father crushes his son or daughter when they step out of line? And how much more so would our perfect heavenly father not crush us as he rebukes us? A lot of people have a distorted view of God the Father because of messes that have been made here on earth. This account of Zechariah and the Lord here, I think, help us understand the character of God more accurately than we might otherwise think about it. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. The
0: Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader, God Design 3 social institutions to shape our lives